Father, we love you. We thank you for this special day and for sharing your joy with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. My, what a lovely day, isn't it? Beautiful. It is. What a privilege. And I love the way you, everybody ought to know. That was good. And if you're happy, <laughs> what they did to show they're happy, didn't they? What they didn't do, even, even the feet moved, didn't they? I'll tell you. Now we're going to talk about my drowning brother. My drowning brother. And we have a text of scripture first. And it says, if any man see his brother, sin a sin that's not unto death, we may ask, and God will give him life. First John 5, 16. When I was about eight years of age, how old are you? You're nine. Good. I was younger than you. When I was about eight years of age, I had a dream at midnight. I dreamed that I was beside the ocean. Big angry waves were lashing up against the shore, and the, the ocean really foaming. And I dreamed that my brother, two years older than I, he was just about the same size as I was, I dreamed that he was drowning. And I saw him out there with the angry waves around him. And I saw his face looking pleadingly at me. Oh, what a pleading look. I knew what he was trying to say to me. Save me, save me, save me. He was my brother. I loved him. And I thought, I must save him. But the waves were way up 10 feet tall. And I knew there was no way I could save him. There I saw just as he was kind of going down. Save me, save me, save me. Oh my, my heart just palpitated. My brother, my brother was sinking. I must save him, but look at the waves. I can't get through to him. And just then I awakened. It was a dream. And the tears were rolling down my cheeks and my whole body was trembling. And then I heard a voice, a thought voice. You know what a thought voice is? It's not an audible voice, but it's just as clear as an audible voice, isn't it? Just as clear as a bell. And it was the Lord. He said to me, you have brothers all over the world who are sinking in the waves, not of the water, but of sin. And I want you to go out and save them. And I thought, save them? I couldn't even save my brother. How could I save a whole world or a lot of people in the world? And, and I said, Lord, I can't do anything right. And it just was true. It seemed I never could do anything right back home. It seemed I ever did everything wrong. Any time that ever happened to any of you that you seemed to do a lot of things wrong when you wanted to do right? Was I the only one? Oh, I'm glad I had company. And I said, Lord, I can't do anything right. And I couldn't even save my brother. How can I save a lot of people from, from the waves of sin? And then that sweet thought voice said, I'll be with you. And I'll tell you how to do it. And I'll give you the strength to do it. I'll give you the wisdom to do it. I'll guide you in doing it. I said, Lord, if you'll do that, since I've never been able to seem to do anything right, 
if you will teach me how and help me and give me strength and, and show me, I'll do it. And the tears rolled down my cheeks. I said, Lord, take my life because that's what I want to do because I don't have the strength. And Satan is so strong. By the way, you know there's a lie going around? Would you sing for us that song? There's a lie going around that, that the devil... All right, if we can have everyone help us too. All right. Just in the chorus as we sing a song. <laughs> There's a lie going round, the devil can win. We believe it and give him an in. I believe the victory is ours, the battle's the Lord's, his strength, our power. Join with us. Shout the shout of faith with me. Sing the song of victory, Jesus saves, He is saving me now. Shout the shout of faith with me, sing the song of victory, Jesus saves, He is saving me now. For our God is so willing, this very hour, temptations are great, but much more His power. I believe the victory is ours, the battle's the Lord's, His strength our power. Sing it with us. Shout the shout of faith with me, sing the song of victory, Jesus saves. He is saving me now. Shout the shout of faith with me. Sing the song of victory. Jesus saves. He is saving me now. Whisper it soft. Shout it far. Mountain top. Crowded car. Jesus saves, He is saving me now. Jesus saves, He is saving me now. And the next morning after that dream, I had such a burden to see people ready, get ready to meet Jesus that I'd go down, we were living out in the country, I'd walk down the road and I'd see a house on the right-hand side, and I thought, are they ready to meet Jesus? I hope they're ready to meet Jesus. What can I do to help them to get ready to meet Jesus? I'd see a house on the other side. What can I do to help them to be ready to meet Jesus? It'd be a wonderful day to meet Jesus and have heaven with Him and all the joys. Won't that be fun to be with Him? <sighs> a year's passed. Now we were in the academy, and we lived in a little house, a little cottage, just on the border of the academy grounds. And upstairs in that house was the bedroom of the same brother and, my, and me. And now he was having a lot of trouble. He was, he was backsliding, and he was having a rough time. The old devil was trying to win, you see. And I knew Jesus saves because I'd had that dream. And I'd read a lot about how Jesus loves to take over in a person's life if we let him. 
But my brother was so discouraged, it seemed to me that nobody pitied him. It seemed they were just willing to let him go to the dogs. And I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going upstairs in his and my bedroom. And I'm going to ask Jesus Christ to save my brother. I'm going to ask him to give the, him the strength and encourage him. And so I went upstairs. My father and mother were out shopping somewhere. My brother, I don't know where he was. He hardly knew where he was. <laughs> and I went in that little bedroom and I fell on my knees and I asked Jesus, Oh, dear Lord, would you please sell, save my brother? You promised to save him. You promised if we ask, it'll be given us. Would you please come to his rescue? Please give him courage. Give him hope. It seems to me that people don't seem to, to understand him. They seem to be scolding him when they should be praying with him and loving him. And I prayed for 10 minutes on my knees. Did you ever pray 10 minutes on your knees? You know, I don't have much skin on my knees. Mm -hmm. And after a few minutes, it hurts. But my, I was so burdened for my brother and so eager to see him come through that awful trial that I, I stayed 15 minutes. I stayed 20 minutes. And finally, something said to me, that thought voice came back again. Something very strange and wonderful will happen if you stay on your knees. I thought, well, I, how can I stay much longer? <laughs> But I love my brother. Stay on your knees. Don't give up. If you ask, it'll be given you. I stayed another five minutes, 25 minutes. Something seemed to say very clearly, if you'll stay on your knees another few minutes, he will come back to the house. He will come up the stairway. He'll come through the hallway. He'll come and kneel right down beside you. I said, Lord, this sounds too wonderful to be true. And I stayed on my knees another five minutes, 30 minutes. Something seemed to say, don't give up. I stayed 40 minutes. Just then I heard a door move downstairs on the side of the academy. I listened. One person I could see was walking in, so I knew it wasn't dad and mother because they were two. Must be my brother. I stayed on my knees. I heard him walking through the kitchen. Then I heard the latch to that old-fashioned stairway door move. I said, I, I believe he's coming up. I stayed on my knees. <sighs> oh, Jesus is going to do what he taught me he would do when, when I dreamed about my drowning brother. He came up the stairway, walked through the hallway. I stayed on my knees. Finally, the latch moved of the door to our bedroom. I said, I dare say it's my brother. I stayed on my knees. Presently, I felt him kneel beside me. He put his arm around me, his face up next to me. And he said, Glenn, were you praying for me? I said, yes, I was praying for you. And his life changed. Do you know how well his life changed? He gave his heart completely to the Lord. He became a worker for Jesus, a soul winner. And later he became a call porter. Later he became a licensed minister. 
Then he became an ordained minister and an evangelist and a pastor. And he began to baptize people. Told them about Jesus and he baptized them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And they were so happy. And he was so happy. And what do you think about me? I was so happy that I wasn't just deciding I'm going to have fun. I decided I would pray for my brother. He has now baptized hundreds upon hundreds of people. And oh, how the Lord works through him. You know my brother, don't you? Don't you kind of like him? I love him. I kind of love him myself. And you know, then I found that Jesus really answers prayer. Later we were, after I prayed for him about this time, going way back to school days, we were in a, in a class in algebra. Sometime you'll be studying algebra. And I didn't like algebra. Did you like algebra? <coughs> well, there were other subjects. That there were other subjects that... But my wife, she loved algebra. She would just swallow it. It was super malgunction. Oh, she loved it. But I didn't. Because I was taking algebra, and my brother Lester and my brother David, three of us were all taking first-year algebra under a teacher that didn't know algebra. He was taking second year and he didn't know first year. And when we took our first six weeks exam, we all failed. I only got 16%. I should get 75. One of my brothers got 16%. He should have got 75. The other got zero. Among the three of us, we only had 32%. <laughs> they dropped it. I asked the teacher to come up and help me one evening with the algebra, and he came up and spent the whole two hours on one problem and couldn't get it. And when he left, I slumped down on my knees. Jesus said, ask and it'll be given you, right? And I told the Lord that I never could, how could I ever be the minister that he told me I would be when I dreamed, unless I could get algebra <laughs> and finish. I said, Lord, help me, help me, and I climbed into bed. And I went right to sleep and I began to dream. And what do you suppose I dreamed? I dreamed that I was working on that algebra problem that the teacher couldn't get. And I dreamed that I saw where he made his mistake and in my dream I corrected it and immediately I awakened. And I took my pencil and paper and corrected it and took it to class the next day. It was perfect. I had met God at X, algebra, the unknown number. I said, Lord, you're going to help me all the way through algebra. And he did. And I came out with an average grade, a C. Now I knew that God answers prayer. Later I was studying French. And the teacher was a New Englander. They say, remember. Well, we say, remember. And I didn't know that she was putting an R where it belonged or taking it off. Remember. Isaiah. Jeremiah. Remember. I had a lot of trouble trying to learn that language. I said, Lord, help me. And he helped me, and I passed the grade. Later, I studied history, general history, the worst general you ever saw. <laughs> I hated it. I'd studied two hours and fail. I came to Jesus. Lord, you helped me with, with algebra. You helped me with French. You can help me with history. And the Lord said, think more about what you're studying. And don't study so long. Study half an hour instead of two hours and think about what you're studying. And I came down with good grades and I passed it. I said, is the Lord good? Then I had to study Greek to be a minister. And Greek was all Greek to me. 
And I said, Lord, you help me with algebra. You help me with French. You help me with general history. Help me with algebra. And the Lord taught me how to get A's in algebra. In Greek, I mean. Thank you, in Greek. And I said, the Lord is wonderful. My, how he likes to come to our rescue. This is Jesus. And you know, when you and I don't know what to do, we have a Savior that walks by our side. It's like the little, the little boy came home one day from, from church. Mommy! He said, you know, he'd go upstairs, and his mother would go upstairs at night when he'd go to bed and go through the dark hallway because he's afraid of the dark. And then she'd go into the room and light up his bedroom because he was afraid of the dark. He said, Mommy, you don't have to go with me anymore upstairs and through the dark hallway. I just learned Jesus goes with me. And that night, Mother had slipped ahead and lighted up his bedroom. And she kissed him at the stairway door. And he said, I, Jesus said he'd hold my hand. So he went up the stairway. And then she heard him as he went through that dark hallway. He ran. And then he got to the door of his room. And he straightened up and he said, Mother, I is here. <laughs> and the Jesus that says, I'll forgive all of your sins. And you tell others about me. He said, someday you can stand at the door of heaven and look back over the world of mistakes and say, Jesus, I is here in a land of perfect day. How many would like to be with Jesus forever? Thank you. Do you have a closing song for us? I sure do. Let's sing this song again. And this time we want you to uh, uh, be sure and sing loudly with us in the chorus. There's a lie going around. Yes, I like that one. That the devil can win. And the trouble is we believe it sometimes. And we give him an end. But I believe that the victory is ours. Amen. The battle's the Lord's. His strength is our yes. power. Yes. There's a lie going round, the devil can win. We believe it and give him an in. I believe the victory is ours, the battle's the Lord's, his strength, our power. Sing it together. Shout the shout of faith with me. Sing the song of victory. Jesus saves. He is saving me now. Loudly. Shout the shout of faith with me. Sing the song of victory. Jesus saves. He is saving me now. For our God is so willing this very hour. Temptations are great, much more his power. I believe the victory is ours. The battle's the Lord's, his strength our power. Everybody together. Shout the shout of faith with me. Sing the song of victory. Jesus saves. He is saving me now. Shout the shout of faith with me. Sing the song of victory. Jesus saves. He is saving me now.
shouted far, mountain top, crowded car, Jesus saves, he is saving me now, Jesus saves, he is saving me Isn't it wonderful how he saves? A young lady came to see us some time ago. She was eight years old. She had been attending some of our meetings like this, and those in our viewing audience will be interested. And she tapped me on the shoulder. I was sitting down. In fact, we were in a Saturday night meeting, an entertainment at the close of our series, and I felt a little tap on my shoulder. And there was Nancy. Not this Nancy, another <laughs> Nancy. And I looked and she said, Elder Kuhn, this week's meetings have changed my life. So the Lord is changing the lives of young people. They're falling in love with Jesus. How many love Jesus? Will you lift your hands? Great, that's wonderful. So we're going to... do. You, you take a little time with Jesus in the morning, don't you? And give your heart to him in the morning and ask him to come in and dwell in your heart for that day, right? And then if you make a mistake through the day as we do some, sometimes, sometimes we make big mistakes, we'll then say to the Lord, what? What will we say? Forgive me. Forgive me. And will he forgive us? Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you a question, though. If you make that same mistake twice today, Will he then forgive you? Yes. Will he or won't he? Twice. Yes. He'd forgive you when he did it once, but what about when he do it the second time? Yes or no? Well, now that's a good testimony. <laughs> she said she heard that if you sin once, ask Jesus to forgive you, he will. But if you go out and do it again, he will forgive, but he sure doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> now, that's a good, wasn't that good? But now let me ask you this. Suppose when you know it's wrong, you do the same thing seven times today. Can you expect him to forgive you then? Yes. yes. No. See, see the head saying no, no. Yes, no. No, yes. Y yes. <laughs> no. Will he still? Yes, he'll still forgive you. Does that mean you should see how many times you can sin in a day so he'll forgive you? No. No, because every time we sin, it does what? It hurts Jesus. And it hurts us too. And it makes it harder for us to believe that he'll forgive us the next time. So no matter how many times we sin, if we ask him to forgive, will he do it? Yes. yes. But we don't want to hurt him, do we? And crucify him. So thank you so much, and thank you, Pastor Don and wife Nancy, Anne, for the beautiful music. And now we're going to bow our heads in prayer. And thank you, Lord, for the music, and thank you for Jesus that's put music in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that those of us who have loved ones, maybe a daddy or a mommy or a brother or sister who don't know Jesus, help us to know just as I prayed for my brother, and you turn him to you, so you'll save those for whom we pray. Thank you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.